Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be discussing understanding consciousness. In this episode, I'm going to be discussing uh, consciousness, some insights on what consciousness is uh, so we can have a better idea of its nature and ultimately how, ultimately how to use it to influence our healing. Now, it wouldn't be a conversation about consciousness without mentioning Dr. David Hawkins, who I have been very much into recently. Uh, I feel like my whole life I've been speculating, you know, chewing on concepts that Dr. Hawkins really summarizes with such simplicity uh, and grace. And uh, a phenomenal book that I highly suggest reading uh, about consciousness by Dr. Hawkins is Power Versus Force. I'm going to share this one in the link below. And honestly, uh, any of Dr. Hawkins' book, books could be very powerful and really helpful in helping us become more aware of our consciousness and ultimately uh, with that awareness, uh, using that awareness to, uh, to heal. So I'm going to quote from Dr. Hawkins. He describes sort of the nature of consciousness. He says like this, The body is unable to experience itself. The body just is, and it is actually insentient. We know where the, where the body is because of sensations. We don't experience the body. Instead, we experience the, the sensations of the body. Sensations themselves have no way of being experienced, but are experienced in something greater than themselves, which is in the mind. Our awareness of that which is going on in the body occurs because it is being reported and experienced within the mind. Then he goes on to say that mind itself has no capacity to experience itself. Now that might seem shocking, but he says a memory cannot experience its own memoriness. A thought cannot experience its own thoughtness. A feeling cannot experience its own feelingness. Now this is because they are experiencing, what they're experiencing is something greater than mind, which is consciousness itself. Now because of consciousness, one is aware of what is going on in the mind. The mind then reports to consciousness what is going on in the sensations. The sensations then report what is going on within the body. And therefore, the experiences that we are having are actually occurring several layers removed from the body itself. Furthermore, he says that consciousness itself is unable to actually experience itself. It is because of the energy field of awareness that we are able to know what is going on within consciousness. It reports what is going on in sensations and then reports what is going on with the body. Therefore, where we experience experiences is considerably removed from the physical body itself. He then continues that because experiencing is going on within consciousness, we can address the solution to human problems directly at the level of consciousness, thereby effectively shortening and relieving the amount of pain and suffering and bringing about a far more effective solution. And that completes some of the insights here from Dr. Hawkins. So here are a couple of thoughts, a couple of realizations that I've come to understand when it comes to consciousness based on what I've noticed within myself and what I've learned specifically from Dr. Hawkins. Consciousness is not something out there. It's not something in a higher dimension. It's not separate from ourselves, but rather it's quite literally in the here and the now and very much tangible and available to anyone to become aware of. Now, when we talk about healing, essentially what we're referring to is getting in touch with consciousness, with this field of awareness and manipulating it in order to make changes that are healing and that are sustainable. 
Now, changes that are not made in this field of consciousness and in the awareness are not sustainable because they don't get to the core cause. So to understand consciousness is to understand that we are very powerful creators of our reality. And unless we understand how we are creating our reality moment to moment using our consciousness, uh, by manipulating our consciousness, we really have no ability to change our lives for the better and ultimately to heal. Because in essence, we are consciousness, that's, I guess you could say that's who we are. It's really hard to analyze yourself because you are in your own life. It's hard to uh, understand it and see it because ultimately we're in it. Now, this is why we oftentimes need things in the outside world, outside of ourself, to mirror back to us and tell us about our state of consciousness, things that we may not be able to see because they are in our shadows, they're in our blind spots. Now, if we're going to take a look at our life, every single thing about it, every detail, and analyze it through the lens of consciousness, what we'll understand is that everything that we experience and perceive and relate to is telling us, is revealing to us something about our personal state of consciousness. I guess you can say nothing's really out there, it's all in here, and it's all as a, as a result of our inner state of consciousness. So somebody who has a very low state of consciousness, let's say fear, right, will see, they'll see the world from a very fear-based, limited, constricted mindset, victim mindset, and ultimately they will feel as a result uh, helpless to, to change anything, and they're gonna make decisions based on that state of consciousness, and those decisions are gonna affirm the way of thinking and perceiving that they have, which will ultimately perpetuate that cycle and continue to keep the person stuck in that state. Now, the whole time, this person will think that the world is just this way. Oh, just this is the way the world is. You know, it's a fearful place, a place to, to, to be afraid of, to defend against something that uh, is not, uh, not there for me. But in reality, the world is just perceived that way because that person is in that state of consciousness. That's not necessarily the way the world is. That's how they're experiencing the world because that's how they see the world. Now, when a person, let's say, has a higher state of consciousness, let's say love, joy, right? They're going to see the world as loving, abundant, full of opportunity, and experience great freedom and peace as a result, and ultimately make decisions based on that and create a reality at that higher state and create a more free, more abundant, more loving, and more fulfilling life. So if you want to know what your state of consciousness is, look no further than how you view yourself, others, the world, what kind of decisions you make. Uh, you also may want to take a look at some of your reactions, your reactivity, uh, what, you know, what, what triggers you. Uh, take a look at the relationships you attract. Take a look at the beliefs you have that you hold on to. Some of the programming, the emotions, right? The emotions that you have on a consistent basis. Uh, people who you are attracted to, jobs you work at, the way you treat yourself, the way other people treat you, everything is a reflection and reflecting back to you your state of consciousness. So healing from this perspective is realizing that we are in possession of low states of consciousness. And this is most usually because of our wounds, our negative emotions, our false core beliefs. And as a result of that, that's keeping us stuck in that low state. So healing is about taking responsibility for our state of awareness, our state of consciousness. And this is key because without doing so, then we are in essence in denial of ourselves, of our truths. Uh, and ultimately the denial will not allow us to allow the truth to raise our consciousness. So when we meet ourselves at, that, at the state of consciousness that we are in and we accept it and with humility and compassion, we, we meet ourselves where we're at, then at that state of awareness, uh, we're able to reprogram those false core beliefs, uh, you know, shift out of faulty paradigms, uh, process negative emotions, let's say, and all of this happens on the level of consciousness. So only once we change things in that level of consciousness can we say that we truly are changing our lives because consciousness is the cause and the creator of ultimately all the things that occur in our life, all the things we create, all the things that uh, we manifest and attract. So all of this happens at that level of consciousness. So we, when we can get into our state of consciousness and, and, and uh, understand what that is and how it's showing up and manipulate our consciousness for healing, we can then ultimately change our life sustainably. So now, how do we 
gain a higher state of consciousness. So let's say we were raised in a home that was shame, fear, guilt-based, uh, right? And we were raised in a very low state. We had parents who were shame-based and had a shame-based state of consciousness. Uh, how do we begin to raise our level of awareness and ultimately create a healthier and more sustainable life? So it's important to understand that our state of consciousness is gonna shift and sometimes from moment to moment. And when we're triggered and we get pulled down to a lower state of consciousness, to the part of ourselves that is in shame or fear or guilt and that is wounded and, and that is stuck, you know, we may be, let's say, going about our day at a relatively high state of consciousness, then we get triggered and bam, suddenly we're being pulled down. So it's very important in that place to not get flustered, not to fight it and not be perturbed by that fluctuation and not to label ourselves as pathetic or, or not, not doing it right. Um, but rather this fluctuation in status of consciousness is going to happen because uh, we do need to go down to those lower states, to those parts of ourselves that need, that need healing in order to, to work with it. So ultimately the idea is that it's very important to create a baseline state of consciousness that is high, high as possible, and that becomes our new norm. And then whenever we do get pulled down to a lower state of consciousness, we can slowly raise that part of ourself to a higher state until all the parts of ourself are, uh, all the fragments of our sense of self are integrated into a higher state. So in the beginning, because our baseline of consciousness might be very low, uh, like I said, especially if we have wounds of childhood, there's probably gonna be some shame, some guilt, some fear, uh, some anger. So it may be very difficult to maintain a higher state of consciousness. Your baseline is might be very low, and then anytime you get, uh, so to speak, high, you're just gonna keep getting pulled down to those lower states. Now this is why it is so important to find a network of people and find people who you can, uh, can hold you up, so to speak, and you can count on to rely on and depend on in a sense to keep you, uh, to, to to allow you to sort of maintain that higher state of consciousness and, and help you maintain that baseline until you can develop that yourself and until you can hold on to that new baseline and until that becomes your primary state of consciousness. If we're surrounded by people who are in a low state of consciousness, it makes this a lot more difficult. Uh, and this is why it's, it's very important to protect your energy, protect your vibration, and assure that the people that you allow in your life the things, the experiences that you choose to have, the music you listen to, uh, sometimes even the news that you watch, we gotta make sure that it it maintains and sustains and, it, and uh, contributes to your higher state of consciousness because everything has the power to either lower or, or raise our state of consciousness. Now, based on this, we can see how important it might be to, to walk away from people who are not good for us, who are not in a high state of consciousness, and, and that might even be our family or friends of origin, especially you know if they're at that low state of consciousness, they're gonna have the power to influence us and uh, put pressure on us to maintain a lower state to sort of keep them company in their lower state of consciousness. Now, one thing is for sure, you cannot judge yourself, beat yourself, control yourself, manipulate situations to into a higher state of consciousness, to raise your consciousness. You have to allow yourself, you have to sort of be let go and float up into a higher state. Higher states of consciousness are a gift that you receive if you do the healing work, if you take responsibility, if you stay present, and you allow the higher states of consciousness to, to lift you up. In essence, we need to get out of our own way and remove any barriers to, to, uh, to healing and to raising our consciousness. And this can only happen through compassion, through patience, through present moment awareness, like I said, through creating safety for ourselves, and, and ultimately through unconditional love. So to finish off, it's so important to realize that unless we get in touch with our consciousness, with conscious awareness, we are quite helpless to change our lives for the better and, and sustainably so, and ultimately to create healing throughout our life. Trying to change your life on a behavioral level, emotional level, or psychological level without addressing consciousness and without addressing it at its cause, it might work, let's say for a small period of time, but we're always gonna pull down, get pulled down to our baseline state of consciousness. So the healing journey is really about becoming aware of your consciousness and, and breaking down the barriers to, to being intimate or being vulnerable 
and uh, healing our wounds so that we can uh, be intimate with life. And through the connection we have with people, with ourselves, and with life, that uh, that creates growth, and that growth raises our consciousness. And through that consciousness, uh, raise of consciousness, we're able to create states of uh, of consciousness that are at uh, that are high, like love, joy, peace, and uh, and happiness. Now, if you would like to work with me directly, I'd be, I'd be an honor to, to assist you in this process of healing so that you could become whole, become less dependent on things in the lower states of consciousness, get out of those lower states, especially if they've been your baseline state your whole life, you may have never really experienced higher states of consciousness. So it'd be an honor to hold space for you so you can build that within yourself so you can create a new baseline of consciousness that is high and ultimately integrate all the lower states of consciousness within yourself to a higher state and ultimately that'll become your new baseline and that's really where the magic happens that's where abundance comes in that's where happiness joy fulfillment and uh, and peace so feel free to reach out directly to me if you'd be interested in working with me my email is yitz y-i-t-z at magnoliahealingcenter.com you can reach me by phone 818-210-6049 thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode until next time All the best.